0: of one-half Radio Plaza at Life Media Studios. Hello, folks. Welcome back to Real Country Radio. Congratulations, Detroit. You can be thoroughly ashamed of yourself. The homicide tool has reached a nice even 750. Details on the latest leveling from Police Sergeant... Coming up now. We're going to start off the set with... 412. The hitless tigers could use this guy's talents. Mount Clemens police have a 36-year-old man in custody. Seems he got home about 5 o'clock this morning from an all-night spree. That ticked off the little lady who unleashed a verbal barrage at the man. That apparently the last straw for him. He picked up his genuine Willie Mays power eyes, lightning strike Louisville slugger baseball bat and proceeded to hit a thousand on the woman's head. Pulled you up a chair and listen to this.
1: Dirty Hooker Diesel is your full-size diesel performance specialist at Harbor Beach. We're Michigan's final authority on anything performance and replacement related. Specializing in diesel performance parts and accessories for Duramax, Cummins, and Powerstroke diesel engines. From custom-built transmissions and engines to CP3 pumps and injectors check them out at dirtyhookerdiesel.com
2: hi this is tony Burkett, owner of dirty hooker diesel we are a full service repair facility that can handle any task from stock to modified big or small so give us a call 989-479-0444 dirty hooker diesel the final authority on everything performance and replacement and welcome back to Sidetrack, powered by dhd getting the show rolling here and uh Thank you to all our sponsors. Again, we do this every week because we need to. And uh, thanks for the support, of course. Tony Burkhardt with Dirty Hooker Diesel, your Duramax specialist up in Harbor Beach, Michigan. Uh, Tony and the crew up there, great people. You need anything for your Duramax. Get a hold of them. They have it. I mean, anything. They have it.
1: You name it. uh, Everything from uh, cylinder head cores, transfer case cores, uh, just literally everything. It's available to you through uh,
2: DirtyHookerDiesel.com. There you go. And of course, you got a semi-truck. It's not going fast enough or you want to save some on fuel. Reach out to Mr. Wade Lalone, a diesel freak up in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Uh, excuse me, Gaylord, Michigan. Uh, Wade and Ryan Lalone up there. Your are specialists for anything to deal with semi-trucks. Uh, great tuning abilities up there. Uh, dyno capabilities on site so they can dyno tune your truck. And also, of course... Don't forget all our friends in the agricultural industry. You want to save fuel. You want to go up a gear and throttle back. Save on that precious fuel that costs ever so much. Looking for a little bit more power out of your tractor. Check them out. They've got on-site capabilities for dyno, but also they can tune your tractor and never even see it. Um, With their new programmer, it's plug and play. All you got to do is copy it. Copy the file off with a simple device they send you. Send that chip back to them. They'll put a tune. They never even have to see your tractor. It is cool. We saw it in person at the open house for DHD last spring. And a really, really neat thing that uh, Diesel Freak's bringing to the tuning community. So make sure you check out Wade and Ryan alone up at Diesel Freak. Also, like to thank Ed Shoebridge with Send Pico Oil, your oil specialist. charles and i both run some pico i won't run anything else but and uh, you should too uh great great capabilities for oils everything from heavy equipment to agricultural your lawnmower hell if you got a steam engine and you're looking for oil they've got something for you um of course great line of greases for everything from a winter blend to a great summer blend that will help prolong the bearing life in your heavy equipment out there and uh parts are expensive guys. And maintenance is cheap. So just remember that. You pay a little bit more for better oil, but it pays off in the long run. So make sure you check out Send Pico Oil for all your lubrication needs. And of course, Mr. Pete Pesnick of Cap Brothers. If you have any parts you need for your puller, axles, hubs, they have it. Make sure you reach out to uh, Mr. Pete Pesnick at Cap Brothers. Of course, another great sponsor of the Sidetrack program. Last but definitely... Not least, Mr. Brian Lively of the Hook Magazine and Pro Puller. You want to keep up on pulling media. What a better way than two of the, some of the greatest written subjects out there with the great magazines he brings to market coming out bi-monthly and uh, everything from antique pulling all the way up to the big stuff. He's got it covered and uh, make sure you check them out. Great magazine. I know Charles and I get both and uh, I always look forward to having that in the mailbox when I get home uh junior and I sit down and read it and uh keep up on what's going on with the sport just some of what we do is sidetracked uh to keep up and uh Brian Lively making our job a little bit easier for us
1: thank these there was we I don't know if we talked about it on the show the uh bracket style pulling yeah we did we talk about that before
2: no but we did it in uh Waterloo Iowa
1: okay with March Madness going on maybe next week we'll get into that that was an article in the most recent hook and uh, maybe it was the issue before but kind of a fascinating idea for structuring an antique pole and I'd like to see it done and tried
2: yeah we did it out in Waterloo and it was it was a lot of fun to see um uh oh Terry Enderly ended up winning the bracket hook and uh it was neat you know gave some guys some chances and uh it was a neat, neat thing to see done and uh, help k- fill some time. And it actually flows a lot quicker than you would think. Yeah, And because yeah, uh, it
1: saves on throwing weights and all that other crap.
2: Yeah, yeah. You you pick a weight, you weigh in, and uh, you get multiple attempts at the sled. That's the nice part, as long as you can progress. But uh, it, it was really cool to do that out in Waterloo on Friday night. You know, we were late on iron uh, just because Mother Nature was being a bitch. But uh, we made the best of it, and we had a lot of fun with it.
1: Cool stuff. Uh, News and notes this week. uh, If you've been, if you missed this, you've just literally been living under a a rock or something. Uh, Some sad news to pass along. Sam Swan, operator of the Southern Impact Sled, passing away following an accident uh, last week. And also uh, the passing of Billy Joe Miles, the founder of the original TNT Motorsports, and uh, the guy who was uh, instrumental in kickstarting the National Farm Machinery Show Championship tractor pull. So a big void being left. Uh, with our southern friends this week.
2: Oh, absolutely, and uh, had something cool come across uh, thanks to uh, Bob Barbie, Uh, one of the guys They are doing a uh, joint poll, and I'm drawing a blank on the second name, but they're doing a benefit memorial poll for uh, Jay Fuqua, and I hope your thumbs are faster than I am because I just put my foot in my mouth, and I feel horrible about it.
1: Uh, Keep going, I'll find it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But uh, they're putting together a memorial poll. And uh, I do believe it's going to be down in Kentucky um, to help benefit those families and uh, keep the name of uh, two legendary pullers. And like I said, I put my foot in my mouth hard not having this prepped. And uh, Crap, I'm not. <laughs> uh, hold on. Let me <laughs> my thumbs on are not Facebook that fast. Let me Facebook here because I, oh, yeah, this this is bad. We, we, we didn't do any show prep today. Well, I Don really know. Don, Don Head. Don Head. Thank you. But uh, great thing they're going to be doing there. Um, they're on Facebook. You can find it. Uh, I think it's the Don Head J. Fuqua Memorial Poll. If you,
1: if you put that in, you will find
2: it. Yep. And uh, great thing going on. Uh, some families who had tragic loss. And, uh, of course, the polling family as a whole had a loss with both them passing. But uh, great to see something being done in their memory. Oh, Fultz coming up.
1: The crew's going out on the road. Uh, I'm not going anywhere, but you need to get to bed because you're headed for <laughs> Iowa at O-Dark-30.
2: Yeah. O-300, uh, uh, actually. <laughs>
1: yeah. What does the O stand for? Oh, my God. God so early. W-
2: what am I doing up at this time? Uh, just a short drive, though. Eight and a half hours. Oh, that's all. Eight We're and a half corner. hours. <laughs> just around
1: the corner. then uh, uh, Froder Dave Fultz is doing uh, a deal down in uh, southwest Kentucky. Yep.
2: Logan County Fairgrounds uh, this weekend. Also, uh, going on this weekend, you want to, your friends from out east who might be listening, the Tony Kosars of the group, Um, Harrisburg, they're getting rolling with Keystone Nationals uh, this Friday. They're actually underway underway tonight, right now, as we're
1: recording, they're going.
2: Yep. So, got that going on, too. Um, Then, of course, next weekend, Cornhusker Classic kicks off the Cornhusker NATPA poll. And also... Wait, uh Mid-Atlantic Super is the following weekend, isn't it? No, I believe no, it is so next we- weekend. No, oh, always the weekend after Yeah, Keystone. it is next weekend. So, you got the Mid-Atlantic Super Bowl going on. And also uh White Pine Tennessee, the TNT Motorsports Pole going to be going on down Smoky there. Smoky Mountain Shootout. The Smoky Mountain Shootout, Charles and I will be on site with Dave Fultz and the Godfather. Uh Well, he's not the Godfather anymore. He's just Eric Pruitt. Oh, uh, he's always going to be the Godfather. <laughs> but uh he we're going to be uh on site with them uh because well we're i'm an idiot and don't like being home back-to-back weekends you know no, we're gonna
1: take another nine-hour <laughs> journey away from home
2: <laughs> but yeah i'm actually leaving early thursday leaving thursday morning to head down and uh, go and uh take up residency in uh, uh brooksville kentucky uh for a night and then jo- smack around down. uncle zeke yep smack around uncle zeke and uh get to meet uh, the better half of of the Fultz family, Robin, and of course, a uh, little bear. Yeah. But uh, looking forward to going to spend some time with my brother from another mother, uh, Mr. Dave Fultz. And uh, there's a reason why him and I only do only one show a year together. <laughs> oh, is, that why, is that why he can't do UCC? It would be two and that's too much? <laughs> Well, it's bad enough. We, we're already going to be at two. We had Louisville, now uh, yeah. white uh, time.
1: Louisville didn't count. He was there for three and a half hours. Right. Um, which in some universes is enough. <laughs> when you
2: put us together, yeah. yeah. Him and I had a conversation yesterday. I called him just for like a five-minute conversation, hour and a half later. <laughs> you know, it's. But no, a uh, lot, lot of stuff pulling coming up as we're wrapping up the winter season. I mean, April 1st, we are done, other than the NATPA championship poll, which I think is in Lebanon again
1: this year. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's back down in Missouri. Back, it's back to the west side, so yep. yeah, it's got to be.
2: So, uh, so we're wrapping up polling. We are for, yeah. We'll be off for about a month, and actually, uh, depending on how things work out, we might have a filler for Charles and I to venture to, because... Uh, we got to do something for your bachelor party and because you're being a dumbass and. Uh... <laughs> no, I'm just cheap. <laughs> no, you're getting married. That's why you're a dumbass. Yeah, well... Getting married ain't cheap. Don't even go there. Don't lie to me like that. I've been through that. <laughs> it can be. <laughs> you didn't elope.
1: It. It's we're that close. <laughs> I think people will be shocked at what we're not spending on this. <laughs> just say my my personal tax return paid for most of it.
2: <laughs> well, I still got to go get my tux. I had a nightmare about that the other last night. I told you about that. It's pretty bad I'm having nightmares about your wedding. <laughs> That's not good
1: foreshadowing.
2: No, no. And, well, I'm probably not going to remember much of the wedding anyways.
1: <laughs> I'm not in it for the wedding. I'm in it for the marriage.
3: <sighs> Dumbass. i tried it i
1: tried it the other way last time you saw how that worked out so
2: So, yeah that'll take up a good portion of our april but uh may 1st we've come back out guns a-blazing as uh we go down for the ultimate call out challenge ucc back to lucas oil speedway in brownstown uh indiana indianapolis brownsburg brownsburg for Indianapolis, I for
1: most people. can't even begin to tell you how excited I'm getting for this deal. I mean, the
2: first time ever, Sidetracks had five announcers at one event. Five
1: announcers. You got the qualifier being added in. I don't know if it's just because my day job being on the inside, but I mean, the, the buzz that's starting to come around for this deal is A lot just of guys in last minute air.
2: wrenching right now. And, yeah. Uh, no, uh, we got, I believe, four, five entries total from Michigan, going to be in three in the primary event. And two in the qualifier, of course. Uh, At least Eric Merchant. Go back through uh, Eric Merchant from uh, that small uh, transmission shop over on the west side of the state. Uh, yeah,
1: I think it's some Duramax dune buggy or some shit.
2: Yeah, uh, was it uh, Merchant's Parts Galore or something like that?
1: Merchant's VHS <laughs> Emporium.
2: <laughs> Eric Merchant, of course. Merchant Automotive. Uh, your Duramax hey, transmission. Is he is a merchant trans- of parts? I, I don't know what he is. I talked to him the other day and like trotter what he is. It was supposed to, well, I talked to him the other day and it was supposed to be like a five minute conversation. You can't get away with that with Eric because no. we're constantly just slamming each other back and forth.
1: <laughs> Eric's better at being self-deprecating than I am. He's really good.
2: <laughs> I, I I enjoy talking with Eric all the time and actually UCC is where we finally actually talked a little bit and since then it's been a Oh, all right, friendship. I mean, it is still Eric, but. Um,
1: if we can. I hope he's there Thursday so I can steal his crash helmet because I need to modify it.
2: <laughs> he's trying to get his fedora, uh, yeah. straw fedora hat. Exactly. SFI rated right now. Actually, he told me, he goes, he pulled out his old fire suit from his pulling days and he goes, it's expired.
3: <laughs>
2: I you are going to tell me he doesn't fit in it. Well, I didn't want to go there. But of course, uh, Tony Burkhard. With the newest addition to the Hooker family, haven't heard the name reveal yet, but uh, I know the truck's getting close. Uh, it was a bare frame last time I saw it here two days ago. <laughs> well,
1: my, my personal pick may wind up being it, the threesome Hooker.
2: It, we There's been a few that have been thrown around. Uh, of course, uh, then of course, Mr. Derrick Rose, the midget from Fairhaven. <laughs> Um, coming out with uh, blue balls, uh, I still haven't found out from Nicole whether, where that truck got its name, but <laughs> oh, I, I
1: I know the story with the blue balls thing.
2: Okay, we'll have to get there sometime. Yeah, we'll tell it. We'll
1: tell it next week. It's it, it. We can say it on air. It's not not as nearly as oh, X rated as you may see. think, but the it had that truck definitely was a cock tease in its early years.
2: <laughs> but uh, then a couple guys from the qualifier. I know one guy from uh, I think uh, Coloma. Uh, southwest part of the state, Niles area. There's Niles. a truck from down there, and uh, we got one coming from North Branch area too. Actually, yeah. the driver's from North Branch, truck coming out of Delaware. So,
1: yeah, and I, th- I thought there was a, th- a third one on the qualifier from southeast corner of the state too. I'll have to check. Could be, um,
2: maybe not. Maybe I know there's somewhere. somebody who's trying to get a diesel power challenge, but that's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> I had to mention it. But you know who it is? Oh, I know. I'm doing <laughs> the, I'm doing the single most powerful thing an announcer can do. Shut up. Shut up. I have no ability to do that, but uh you know what? I do hope he gets in. I do. I you know everybody's got their feats they want to achieve and I'm not going to slight anybody on that. But good luck. That's me being nice. I'm gonna leave it at that. So, anyways, oh, we're gonna talk heavyweights today. We're gonna get into the big bitches. Uh... <laughs> I mean, we're talking some heavy, heavy, heavy pullers, and their tractors too. <laughs> oh, but. Uh, Mr. Greg Anderson calling in today. I'd say that to his
1: face just because I know he's a good friend and he's nice about it, but I wouldn't want to make him mad.
2: No, considering the amount of weight he throws on that tractor. He goes, I do 1,000 pounds at a time. I do 500 pounds and I'm gasping for another cigarette.
3: <laughs>
2: oh, but, uh... So we're going to take a break and uh, get Greg on the phone here and get rolling with that. So this is Sidetrack powered by DHD.
1: you make your living going up and down the road and time is money. Would you like to save up from 5 to 25% on fuel up to 25% more power with better bottom end acceleration? You need to get with Dieselfreak.com and their truck tuning services. Works for Cummins, Caterpillar, Detroit Diesel and more if you want to kick it up another notch. You can get their off highway tuning for high horsepower. It'll unlock the RPM limiters, twin turbo setups, VGT turbo replacement, EGR valve delete, DPF delete, urea delete and more and it all comes with a 30 day warranty. only that, they've also moved into the agriculture realm. They'll bring their dyno on-site to you. Get a baseline on your tractor and write a custom tune for it, load it up, and show you the difference. Also with a 30-day warranty, save fuel, increase power with performance tuning from Dieselfreak.com. For Case IH, Challenger, Claus Fent, John Deere, Massey Ferguson, New Holland, Valtra, and more, Dieselfreak.com, they can be reached at 989-748-4145, 989-748-4145, ask for Wade, and tell them the. pull radio network sent you
2: and we're back with sidetrack powered by dhd and we're reaching out to the keystone state today uh mr greg anderson calling in how you doing today sir fine thanks i haven't seen you much out with that uh well john Deere. i know you don't have much taste in tractors but
0: yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah i've been kind of laying low with the, with the tractor pulling uh, just a family, family thing, and you know, uh, recent passing of my father, and all that fun stuff, and you know, just kind of no time for the fun stuff anymore.
2: Oh, I, I, I get you there with that. I know we've seen you with the NATPA for quite some time, probably. one of the fools that have known us long before we decided to get into radio. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: My condolences on that front as well. <laughs> thank you thank you so uh you were you reached out to us you want to talk pulling what do you want to talk about today buddy we're we're wide open for anything because well nobody listens anyway so
0: yeah basically it was the 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 king of the mountain pool that i've been been doing since probably about 2000
2: i've seen pictures in the hook oh my god you guys are idiots (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. it's it, it takes about a week week prep to, to get ready for that thing
2: and that's not just the steroids you have to
1: shoot up to be able to load the tractor
0: yeah you gotta, you load, load the weights on one trailer and load the tractor on another and make a couple trips if you have to and I mean, it's, for, th- uh, <laughs>
1: for, for those who don't know what the king of the mountain deal is it's probably it. the coolest fucking thing yeah. ever explain what that is
0: it's uh, it, it's a it's a dead weight pool. Some people call it stone boat. Uh, we, we call it dead weight pool here in western Pennsylvania. It's the Portersville Steam Show. It's usually the first weekend in August. And basically, I mean, there's, when we first started doing this, there was basically no rules. It was just sa- some safety rules. Uh, people just put all the weight they they could on a tractor, and the last man standing was the king of the mountain.
2: And we're not talking eight nine thousand pounds man. on a John Deere G. No, you guys get stupid with hold, the. Hold
1: weights. on, hold on, hold on. F- first weekend of August. I got to stop you there. That's when it is.
0: Yes, first weekend in August.
1: How far are is this event from Langford, New York?
0: I'm not actually sure. We're gonna
1: think. we gonna look. Yeah, we're gonna Google it because we're gonna be <laughs> at Langford, and if the timing works out, we can possibly sneak. No, because we're over
2: there Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> at night.
1: At night. If there's nothing during the day.
0: Yeah, usually How far are you from Cleveland? Uh, two hours.
2: That puts it in the maybe territory. <laughs> yeah. So, no, what people, have seen the picture out there, what is it, a John Deere 70 with weights upon weights upon weights on Facebook. This is what yeah. you guys do. I mean, what, 23,000 pounds on a John Deere G is not uncommon from what I've seen. It's, uh,
0: we've been pulling a 720 propane. And uh last year I think I had it weighted uh twenty five thousand.
3: That's high
1: <laughs> I, I there was a picture on your Facebook page. I started counting weights and I gave up when I got to nineteen thousand pounds.
0: Yes. Uh but, but, I mean there's some friends of ours, I mean we started doing this uh got into this probably about two thousand. Uh the first year we kinda got into it, uh you know, we let we lent somebody all our suitcase weights, and at, at that point in time, we had uh, I think we had around seven thousand pounds of suitcase weights, and we put we put it on a, a guy's 6:30 John Deere, and entered this competition, and he, he his old 6:30 didn't have enough oomph to uh, come out on top. But then the, my my dad got the bug, and uh, we went to an auction sale and. He found this 720 propane. It was pretty much almost in the salvage yard, and he brought this thing back to life. I mean, me and my brother and my dad, and uh, piece by piece, and eventually, you know, the next, I think, two years later, we, uh, my dad, made up. I had some brackets made, and we started gathering up with wheel weights and left and right. And next thing you know, we got fully involved in this thing.
2: Which a uh, seven twenty John Deere propane John Deere is a rare piece in its own. Yeah,
0: they're mostly down in Texas and Arkansas and <coughs> up southwest there. I uh, mean, re- I'm a red
2: guy. I'd like to have that tractor just for the conversation piece, right?
0: Yeah, it's 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 different. we went, took it to a, the first year we had it painted, we took it to a show, and the, the guys, the guy that was announcing during the parade said it was the ugliest John Deere tractor they ever made.
2: <laughs> uh, no no i won't i won't agree with that well that was before chip foos got a hold of a 4020 so yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, oh,
2: yeah. yeah uh, it's, uh,
1: any of these modern manatee looking f- fucking things are awful
2: so good yeah, yeah. how long exactly does it take because i mean when you say suitcase weights you've got suitcase weights stacked out what seems like 10 feet on each side of the tractor how long does it take to weight up the tractor once you get to the event?
0: Uh, it all depends on the temperature because usually it's around 90 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I usually do it about 1,000 pounds at a time and then take a break. It, it does get pretty, pretty, pretty hot
1: the the bracket that I saw on that 720 propane, if I remember right, the the belly bar, well, it's not even really a belly bar. It's 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 where you'd put the friggin' fertilizer tanks if you could put them on there. <laughs> it's it's yeah. double stack suitcase weights, and I think it holds what 11 IH weights per side, and there's two two levels of it. Yes, unbelievable. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, since, since we did ours, I mean, people started. I mean, other guys with some John Deere's been kind of copycatting us and. Uh, they made theirs a little bit bigger and longer, and they stack a little bit more on theirs. Um, but uh, it's, it's 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 time consuming. It usually takes uh, a couple hours. I mean, it depends on how fast you work and how many guys you have. Because uh, usually, I you gotta end up handling them weights, all that iron, four times. You know, load it on the trailer, load it onto the tractor, and vice versa.
2: My God. All right. How much air do you have in them damn tires just to keep them from running on the rim the entire time? Because I've seen, of course, this is before Brian Lively even had the Hook Magazine. Uh, I can't think of who it was before. Um, They did an article on the King of the Mountain stuff. And, you know, they were showing Farmall 400s with weights stacked on weights and, you know, John Deere 70s and G's. And, you know, I'm sitting here going, these guys are nuts. The only thing I've ever seen close to this is is the pictures down in Bowling Green in the museum of the 55-gallon concrete drums stacked on the front of tractors and, you know, the massive amounts of weights on 1066s and 4010s, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. But one thing I always got is I go, that's a lot of load on a tire not made near that load range. I mean, what are you guys doing for tire pressures? I mean, 90 pounds and you still got sidewall wrinkle or what? Uh,
0: I think this last year, I think I had 25 pounds in them
2: real that's not actually that much
0: they still was won the wrinkle yeah the, the, i think of my the front tires i think i had 50 pounds 50, 50 pounds in those
1: take all the weights off you need a kidney belt just to drive it around the yard
0: yeah yeah that it, it, uh when it's when it's not pulling i mean that tractor doesn't mean the, the tire pressure stays the same i just i haven't moved it so uh just for safety reasons i mean in the case it tube lets loose and things like that I have issues but um,
1: and i can already hear the snowflakes
0: you'll break the tractor this is crazy has that
1: ever happened
0: no the guys they, they've been called us they called us assholes and you know stupid and that poor tractor and uh, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's not just John Deere's doing this tractor. I mean, there's W9, Farmalls, 400s, uh a guy loads it down a D17. He, uh, he he gets that thing up there pretty good. I mean, I think he has it up to um, 15,000, I think.
2: That's a lot on a D17. I'm not trying to say it's not a lot on the rest of the tractors, but if you actually get in the Alice components, they're not that big. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, for those, who, for those who've never seen a deadweight pole, I mean, we're not talking high high speed or anything no. like that. I mean, no. you know, the tractor's maybe, if it's lucky, going to get to one mile per hour. We're not. Yeah. You know, I mean, if the tractor falls apart, it's going to fall apart. And, yeah, somebody may get hurt, but I don't really think anybody's going to get killed.
0: Yeah. it's I've seen uh, the first, I think it was the first or second year we did it, there was a guy with an MTA. And he, he collapsed uh, both axles in on itself. He had that much weight on. The only, the only thing that was holding, holding the, the tractor was the wheel, was the suitcase weights in the back.
2: And that's a two and three quarter or two and a half, two and three quarter bar axle just
0: snapped. Yeah, I mean the, the tires. If he didn't have them suitcase weights in the back, then the, the tires would have smashed them. The suitcase weights saved
1: well, his life. There's, there's a lesson in this. You need more of the wheel weights so it falls out.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I actually, I guess there's a question. I mean, is there just let's stack as much weight on, or I mean, is there a method to the madness as far as you know how many wheel weights you're going to run as opposed to suitcase weights or anything like you know? This is pure ignorance here on this. I'm I'm just amazed you guys are doing this.
0: It's whatever kind of weight you can find, and you know, if, if you, your tracker got enough oof, if you can handle that much weight, go for it. <laughs> That's what it is.
2: Now I understand right. why you're a bigger boy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I've lifted up that iron for a long, many, many, many years. <laughs> Note to self,
2: don't piss Greg off anywhere in the near future.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm really a
0: gentle giant.
2: <laughs> see the, see the chair-throwing competition in Tunica.
3: Yeah. We're going to... Bringing in the Craig's ringer. He's gonna do it.
2: He's got a. He's got hundred and fifty pound weight, weight. He's gonna chuck the same distance. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so I mean, I'm the brain's starting to work now, and I, you tell me if this will work or not. I'm starting to see a John Deere eight thirty diesel and a whole pile of uh, depleted uranium.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's good uh, enough, it's enough not for
1: not tank enough. armor. It's good enough for weights.
0: There was a guy a couple of years ago had a 820 floating around here in Western Pennsylvania, and he 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 built up and he had uh, combine tires on it, and he loaded them with liquid, uh, and he he pulled it, and he did pretty good. Uh, the tires were were bald enough where they had enough traction for dry dirt, but the year that the last year he did it, it uh, had rained that morning, and he couldn't handle the slick the slickness of the mud.
1: So he needs two sets of tires, some like you just described, and a set of rice tires.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, <coughs> I mean fortunate every time I've I've done this pool, it's I mean, knock on wood, it's never rained. Um, God, that would suck.
1: I, a tractor that loaded down, stuck in the mud.
0: But well, this past summer, it uh, it rained probably an inch and a half, two inches the day before, Oof. and I didn't. I I was uh, had all the stuff loaded in here in my driveway. And was leery about taking it up because I didn't know if that track was going to be a swamp. Uh, yeah, it just, so I, when I attempted it. I went up there, and I mean, I got stuck in the parking lot because the parking lot was a was a, was a mud mess. But I actually I had, I had to unload on the hillside, which was I thought was very dangerous, but yeah,
2: <laughs> just just a bit. Yeah, because I don't think them am uh john deere drum brakes are rated for a twenty-five pound capacity
0: <laughs> no no only thing i carry about a thousand pounds with me on, on to and from just to save an extra lifting a thousand pounds but <laughs> i i just usually build build the thing right there we this year there was the, the the place was so packed with parking uh we actually i actually built the tractor right on the track i pulled my uh my my late guy came down with his with his goose neck and pulled right in front of me and we just started slinging weights.
2: You know, I saw a video on Facebook here back probably in October November of a guy who had a four wheel drive pulling truck. He had a little crane mounted off the side of the trailer for loading weights. We well, got to get yeah. you two of them.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> usually I get get some 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 young twenty somethings that got they're full of piss uh, and vinegar that usually want to throw some iron. And, uh, ah, dumb night, and
2: something to prove. Oh, those are great <laughs> employees.
0: <laughs> but usually by the end of the night, they, they they're nowhere to be found because they they learned their lesson. <laughs> 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 yeah, because uh, I usually all the rest of those guys they leave their tractors there and they come back the next morning and you know I got other obligations to, to do here at the farm and you know I got to get in and out of there so we uh, we unload unload the tractor and head home at night.
2: I now. Go ahead.
0: I think this past year we—I uh, didn't get home until like three thirty in the morning because it was—I was—it was down to, when we had loaded the tractor. I had had eight guys helping me when uh, when I unloaded. It was just two. <laughs>
2: See, we get home from pulls at three thirty in the morning all the time, but the difference is, we're just drunk and worn out. You're <laughs> just worn out.
0: Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I I felt that for a week.
2: Oh, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt that. I mean. Looking at a tractor, what weighs probably eighty five hundred pounds empty?
0: Yeah,
2: and you put, you know, what another help me with math trials? You're the banker. That's
1: Three times the weight, really, of the yeah. thing.
2: Yeah, so I mean, you picked up the tractor, you picked up the tractor, and then you picked up the tractor twice.
0: Yeah. Yep, hundred pounds <laughs> a time.
2: <laughs> now you mentioned the tractor with loaded tires. Is that something common? I mean, are a lot of you guys on loaded tires or? Is it similar to the transfer sled pulling where ah, I'll just put the weight, you know, I'd rather bolt on weight or hang weight?
0: A lot of guys are, it's, I mean, it's all depends on what, who you talk to. I mean, it, it, this thing gets very competitive. And it's, it's
1: obviously, it's
0: like the, it's like the dividing of the half fills and McCoys, you know, everybody before the, before the pool, no one talks to anybody. And then after, when it's all said and done, and then the dust settles, you know, everybody's back to talking again. Uh, it just when I, when I went in there this year, because I, I haven't done it for about six years, just to just my I mean, I just didn't have it didn't have it in me to, to, to do it. And uh, I went in there this year, and I, I was I was like the, the new kid on the block because all the people that, that was doing this pool when I first started said heck with it it's too much weight <laughs> so it's all a bunch of young 20-somethings and guys that you know really are involved in the show now that uh, do this pool
1: do they go up progressively or is it pretty much just you know one shot see what you got
0: well when we first started it back in like 2000 uh it was just basically just one shot you know who, who can be the king of the mountain? Uh, now they kind of divided it up into four sections. There's, uh, they have a 5,000 pound class, a 7,000 and a nine then the unlimited. That's what they call it. Um, uh, this year was a little different. They kind of changed the, the, the show folks that put on this pool now kind of changed the rules around and they allowed, uh, the 59 models and older, um, which I have have no idea. The one guy with the Oliver, I, don't even know, I can't remember what, what number it was, but it was a like a newer generation, and it had a it had a, a, a V six. It had a Detroit in it, and it didn't have the, the correct Detroit motor in it, and uh, there was a bunch of controversy. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <coughs> the, the, the guy who, who pulled the W nine. I mean. I mean, nothing against them guys uh they put a custom first gear in that thing i don't know if it was out of a road grader or what it was out of but if that thing went a half a mile an hour when it was in first gear i'd be i'd be a, i think i i claim to weigh 100 pounds but i mean that thing was slow 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 i mean it and they uh he actually spun the spun the wheel on the on the on the castings they, they slipped it out of there so
2: wow this <laughs> takes some
1: doing
0: yeah and, i mean it, it was a, it was a I that mean, they preach about safety 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 but they let them continue to the pull because they were the one putting it was home cooking they were the one putting the, the pool on uh nothing against them but you know i just uh, to me that was a very, a very poor safety decision but, yeah uh, there was a, a lot of, like I said, a lot of controversy after that pool. There was guys that went to their their show meeting afterwards and was raising a raising a fuss. You know, I didn't care because I was I was just doing it because you know my family did that for many many years and you know I just because I told my I mean kind to lift my tried to lift my dad's spirits up there over, over the springtime and kind of agreed that we're going to go do this pool and you know I was just following through with my word. So I mean that's what we what I did. Now, what
2: what's the heaviest you've seen a tractor weighted up to? I know you threw out the number, you've been up to 25,000. Obviously, you guys don't have any um skills, so to speak, to run over because I mean, we know the aluminum skills that are NTPA rated are only you know they're rated for 20, yeah. 21 or 1,000 like 20 pounds.
1: pretty much maxes those out, yeah, yeah,
2: and a lot of the ones we see around here. I think it's thirteen thousand is about the max you put on. I mean, yeah. what's the heaviest you've seen a tractor weighted up?
0: Uh, some friends of mine. His name's uh, Albert Miller. He he's, lives in West Sunbury, Pennsylvania. He had his his John Deere seven twenty weighed up to thirty thousand. That was about that's about the heaviest antique tractor that's been been there that I've known. <laughs>
2: There's nothing on that tractor at that point but suitcase weights.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean you get, you literally got to just drive, I mean, on an idle when you're driving around. Because, I mean, it's basically once you hook and you get your full pull, you got to circle around the whole track to get back to the starting line. And, I mean, every every little bump and stuff, you feel that flexing in that tractor. Just, you just have nothing that goes wrong.
2: Have you thought of frame ties yet? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, they had weight, so why not? Why not do it?
0: Yeah, Yeah, if it would break, it wouldn't have far to go (laughs) because the old weight brackets.
2: (laughs) Oh, now, question everybody asks with sled pulling, you transfer sled pulling. Well, how much weight are they pulling? How much weight are they pulling? Well, you know, we've got a rough number we can give, but we know it's a dynamic weight when it comes to transfer sled. Whereas you guys, it is a fixed weight and uh, i know a lot around here we do a lot of deadweight pulls up by shepherd and that but we do it on concrete because we're bigger goofballs than you guys i'm to beg to differ on it but you know just for just for show's sake we'll say that i mean and you pro- progressively go up and i know the winners are only based on a percentage you know you pull x amount percent of your tractor's weight you know and w- with you guys of course what what's were you guys can't even say start out but roughly where are you guys gonna max out at on weight on that dead boats
0: well this past, this past year I mean it, it was it got so kind of out of control with the with the the weight they couldn't they couldn't tell what the what it weighed because they were using concrete uh, blocks that they found for jersey barriers They usually have 55 gallon drums full of concrete. Uh, they used all those, and I think there was, let's say, three. I think 15, 15 drums, and then they started adding the half barrels on top of that. And when they ran out of those, they, they they stacked two of those concrete barriers on top, and they don't they didn't know how much they weighed.
2: Ten probably a ten foot jersey barrier. It's a yard and a half of concrete, so they were probably five thousand pounds.
0: Uh, probably yeah. Probably I'm. i gonna say it might have been two thousand pounds. that's Just a rough guess on my part, because uh, it wasn't that big of a block. I'm gonna say it was probably because
2: uh, one yard concrete blocks, which are what two by two by six, those are thirty seven fifty dry weight.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: My dad that's drives probably... mixer for a living. I went way more about concrete than I want to admit to it. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, that's probably about right. I mean, they, they put two of those things on there and that's what, that's what stopped everything so
2: <laughs> well it's a little bit of a massive shift on weight <laughs> yeah this usually, ends now
0: <laughs> yeah usually what they do is, is when they want to start stopping you they, they raise the, the the chain the chain up on the sled uh so basically by the time you're done you're pulling a straight a straight chain
2: yep yeah, we have a two-cylinder club up here and uh, up by Saginaw, Michigan, about an hour and a half, two hours from us, and they've got a tr- old transfer sled, but they have it where they can adjust up for the train on the chain, you know, mm-hmm. like that, take the bite out of the tractor.
0: Yeah. It's like, it's like you're pulling a lead weight, and
2: literally, you are.
1: <laughs> Heads up, NTA po- NTPA pullers. This may be coming
2: to a track near you within five years. No kidding. Yeah. Now – what's the technique you have going into it I mean I've seen the concrete pullers I've goofed around doing dead weight you know I know some guys you hook at a little bit of an angle to break the friction I mean what's a little bit of a driving style for a lot of our listeners who are transfer said guys and don't don't understand the challenge of pulling a stationary weight that's settled into a dirt track well this they
0: built a new new sled dead weight sled for up there i mean the old one that we used to have it was kind of a, a technique like you said there was i mean there it was uh they had big shackles hooked to the sled on each each side and uh but, yeah the, the big hook the big hook chain was in the middle I and mean, you kind of like went off on an angle to get one of the the, the, the chains on the clevises of the shackles straight and you started on an angle that way to get that get that sled moving get it unstuck to the grass from the ground and the way you went uh, usually it worked nine times out of ten, but every once in a while you got in that one rough rough part and uh, it uh, it really stopped you dead. And it was all strategy. I mean, it depends on what how you were lined up and who was lined up after you, before you. I mean, you could really screw someone up if it was a, 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 a muck hole, a wet spot in that track. I mean, if you were there, you could have put that, planted that sled right in that hole and, and then everybody else was done.
1: And that's and that's, that's another unique thing about deadweight pulling is the sled doesn't always come back to the same starting spot.
2: No, it no. does. It's it, it's it, it gets where left stopped.
1: Yeah, it gets left by the guy before you.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, there was there this year. Uh, there, I was I was second in the in the unlimited class. I mean, second in, in the rotation, and there was a guy ahead of me with a four hundred, and uh, he stalled it dead right off the bat, and I was like, "Uh oh, I'm in trouble." <laughs> and uh he just didn't have enough enough oof or had it in the wrong gear or something because everything everybody after me did very well as well so
2: oh. <laughs> i'm just see i i've goofed around a little bit of dead weight stuff and i of course my tractor they didn't have enough weights there to stop me so i never really got into the technique or the driving style of it but i mean you know, is is it 10 foot drop flag for you guys also or is just 10 foot pass and you're done in two attempts?
0: I think it was they uh, have a 20 foot chain off the off the back and yeah, you, know, you have two attempts. Well, this this pull here is it's it's one and done. Oh, okay. You, know, you you don't make your your 20 feet. So they give you a handshake and you're you're on your way. You're over parking your tractor.
2: <laughs> I guess when you got the numbers you guys do the one and done definitely comes into play.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's guys that you know. In the years past, I mean, guys have they've been trying to get the show over quickly because I mean, it usually don't end until eleven eleven thirty, and they want to get everything done before you know, bewitching hour, and and uh, they put add two barrels on instead of just a a half barrel, and guys were with 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 no weights on, and I mean the way they lined the tractors up, I mean, guys. would pull one time and spin out and be done and they'd get mad. Because I'm mean, a lot of guys just from the show who showed the store their tractors there just you decide that yeah I'm gonna give it a shot and you know, they get discouraged and don't come back. So
2: it, it's a different style of pulling, and that's one thing we've always talked about is we cover all forms of pulling. And uh you're yeah. the first deadweight puller. Now I think I'm gonna have to find a concrete deadweight puller where them guys are just insane with the bounce and the balance.
1: Actually, that, I understand the strategy behind what they do, but this is actually a little bit more interesting to me, especially because this is the the ultimate form. I mean, this King of the Mountain. It doesn't yeah. get bigger.
0: That's when I, we first started. Me and my brother. We we uh, once we first started. That's all we did. Dead deadweight pools all these tractor shows. We we started with my brother's John Deere G and Heck we. Three of us would pull a thing in the same class, and they'd get guys would get mad and because if you know if I if I did a wheel wheel stand right off the bat, you know we'd, my brother would change weights around, and he'd do all right. So, I mean, a, lot, a lot of guys started you know saying you know we can't uh, pull two two people in the same class. Which, well, I understand that.
2: So, the, when you go to transfer sled pulling, it's got to be a great novelty to you to actually go 150 feet down a track.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 it sure is different.
1: Well, not only that, you, when you come to transfer sled pulling, you you and your family kind of touch both ends of the ex- the spectrum there. Yeah, yeah you're not maybe. only doing the John Deere's; you guys got those big cube cases too.
0: Yeah, yeah. a uh, friend of mine is probably going to be uh, busting his new case out here pretty soon.
3: Yeah, uh, got, got
0: a case nine hundred. He's been playing with so
2: god you're seeing a lot of them coming out of the woodwork you know now the Moline's actually got something to be scared g6s and gbds they have something to be scared of now yeah Yeah, i mean
0: mean, this is going to be this is a diesel so i don't know he's gonna be blowing some smoke or what (laughs)
3: literally
1: i don't know there's a big ass 600 not far from here that hasn't i haven't seen it in the light of day in probably six or seven years and i kind of wonder why the hell not it's a nice tractor but i'd like to see more of them out there
0: Okay, yeah, i mean it's over the years it's pulling in, pulling me in like the natpa pools. i mean it's we there for a while i mean my, me and my well, my brother moved away and you know, for his job and whatnot so he kind of quit pulling it was just me and my dad and like we we'd go to the natpa pulls with, with with three tractors and we uh, we were going just about well. He went to just about every every pool there for a while, and uh, he kind of kind of got away from it and kind of took a break. But I mean, you need that every once in a while. But it's an enjoyable thing to do.
1: Yeah, I take a break too. I call it Tuesday.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've been. Yeah, I've been playing around, with my, you know, playing around with my dad's old pool of G, and you know, and just putting little little modifications on, little little new weight brackets and what things on it, and, and trying to get back into the, into the ATPA in the pools. And, and then now, I mean, I dropped back down to the 2T class because you know now I'm, I'm, I'm outgunned. That's probably the smallest cubic inch G that's on the circuit. Yeah, you guys got, got like like Brian Brian Randall, and you know just. His, his big horse his dad and mel
1: yeah it's gotten and the point where it's got to be the point where if you're if you're under 800 cubes in a in a two cylinder you're not even in the game
0: mm-mm, mm-mm. I mean i i was gonna just play around at mo on there with and, and, and get in there with the spillmans in division three and i said no i don't think so <laughs> 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 but I, I mean i've I mean, I've, I've tied up. I mean, that tractor that I'm pulling now, it uh, it won the, the national championship. I mean, the, the championship pool back in like, 2006. That was basically the last time it's really been really on the circuit. But, uh, I mean, it holds its own. I mean, I have pulled it, uh, what was it, up in oh, the Great Lakes Classic up there. It was up there. In
2: Corona, 85.
0: yeah. 85th. I pulled it up there at 8,500 against Dan Palmier, and I, and I beat him way back in the day. Say, that's uh, been a
2: minute. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, was, I was tickled pink. But uh, and now, I mean, you got to have, like you said, you got to have the cubes to, to get out there on, 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 the, on the Division three sled.
2: Well, there's a question I, I want to roll back into the deadweights is, you know, we see with the transfer sleds, of course, momentum and horsepower is a big, big deal, but deadweight... Are you seeing the big motors out there, or are they not going as hog-wild with it? Because, I mean, you've got the weight to your advantage.
0: Yeah. They, none of these none of these tractors that I know are stroked. or I mean, they might have some board kits in them but, uh, and some camshaft work done, but, I mean, none of these guys that run the stroker cranks or anything like that, because that, 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 that'd do some damage pretty quick if you break one. <laughs> I
1: think there's too much shaking going on with a big stroker crank in the bottom, and you really... You, Thin yeah. castings could get thinner is not a good idea when you're waiting up to 20,000 pounds.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know they, I mean, guys, they, they cringe every time when I throw that clutch in, cause I, I wind her up tight and, and let her rip. Uh, I mean, I'll, I don't, slam her home, but you know, I, I, I slip her home. Let's put it that way. And she, she, I mean, she jumps a little bit, but it, uh, it does its thing. And I mean, that, Tractor, it's it's basically a stock bore and it's it's only probably putting out 58 horsepower on dyno. We've had that tractor on the dyno several times and over the years and we're just prepping for this pool and trying to get the most out of it you can. I mean, I just we even tried to play with the the, the propane propane regulator just to make her breathe a little better, but it just it's probably at max mass capacity right now.
2: Yeah, that's something I've noticed with the Deadweights is it's, you know, a lot of stock tractors out there. You don't have to spend the big money to uh, no. to get out there and go playing with it. You know, I, I it's not something you, of course, the transfer sleds seem to get a little bit more fame out of it, but um, the Deadweights is probably, budget-wise, the cheapest form of pulling to get into, hands down.
3: Mhm. Oh, yeah.
0: Agreed.
1: So what kind of a face did the guy make when you came into the shop and asked for a mix of eighty twenty LPG nitrous?
0: They <laughs> yeah, asked, <so> "What's that?" <laughs> I, I know the the, the 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 young lady at the service station. Uh, this tractor has it, it. It sat for three years in, in, the, in the in the in the storage. And I would pull it out, and it was. You put some stable there.
2: in the propane, right? Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I went to pull it out, and the, and the gauge said zero, and I was like, oh, then I noticed someone left the gate uh, the valve on, so I we uh, we pulled it up on the trailer, and I drove it down to the service station, where you fill your uh, barbecue grills up, and, uh, <laughs> the young lady kind of was scratching her head when I pulled up with it, and I said, I want to fill up with propane, and I said, she goes, where do you put it in at? I said, just give me the hose. So, <laughs> she turned it on, and we, we, we filled her up. Fill her up, please, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah they, they, they look at you funny, because they don't, I mean, these, I mean, some of these young kids don't know, know this kind of farm equipment.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, paying extra for the propane company to have a pump put on your pig at home.
0: Yeah. But I was, I mean, I was just, I mean, I, I was I let the tractor run the whole time during his pool. and. Now I'm watching that gauge go down and go down and go down. I mean, it could, the tractor ran a couple hours, and it's basically just running on idle. And she 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 eats some propane, that's for sure.
2: Ah, good old greasy air.
0: <laughs> but uh, there for a while we're we're gonna, we were, gonna we we're gonna sell hot dogs and put a put on a, a barbecue grill off the side of the tank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> 50 cents
2: you know okay um, something it, to pay for pulling you know we got to make this pay somehow
0: that's right that's right
2: <laughs> italian sausage two bucks <laughs> <laughs> hey at
0: th- 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 this at th- this tractor said there's a guy with a steam engine he cooked sweet to- sweet corn
2: oh in the boiler yep
0: yeah I, I was actually shocked when i saw that
1: what's your grill made out of cast iron dumbass
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that that pool's been going on up there, and that that Porterville Steam Show for, I think it started in the '80s, if I remember right. When they started doing this King of the Mountain type of thing because when they first started, that's all they did was Dead White Pool there.
2: Charles is googling the location right now.
0: <laughs> uh, it's uh, right, right off of Route 79 in Pennsylvania. Seventy nine and nineteen, Inter- or state route nineteen. Well,
1: that's within two hours from Langford. That is way too doable.
0: Um.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: there's going to be some planning going on. I think. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. But, uh, it's 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 very interesting. I mean, I don't know what the because I don't know what kind of settlement they came up with the with the rules. Now, if they went back to the, I heard they went back to the 1957 rule. So that I kind of eliminated some of the newer tractors
3: because
0: uh, originally I was going to take my take my eight thirty, which is weighs uh, twelve five, and uh, I was going to up there and just play around. And they said no, it's too new. So okay.
2: Well, twelve right. five plus the extra weight you already have on the thing. God, you could hit thirty thousand pounds. <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: yeah. <coughs> now you've uh, only hooked it hooked that 831 time and it uh well actually my dad did like four or five years ago and it had no front end weight it just was is what it is and he had that thing standing straight up in the air and i was like holy cow i didn't think i think that, thing was, would do that. so heavy
2: i've seen them pull transfer sled and i've never seen a single one with a weight on the front end
0: <laughs> well,
2: hey is that 820 for sale
1: i'm asking for a friend
0: <laughs> <laughs> um it uh, it's got the op- the option of front weight on it. I mean, side underneath the grill. I and mean, it, it should never pick up like that. Because we in the in the springtime we take at eight thirty and we pull our seven shank sh- ch- chisel plow with it here at the farm. And it it, it, it eats its own. And it's you
2: serious. guys don't have light ground either where you're no. at. No. Holy shit.
0: That's. <laughs> <laughs> They, uh, guys. That put, I mean, put this pool on now. I mean, they do they do a very good job. I mean, getting things organized. I mean, stage, staging the tractors according to you know size and weight and whatnot. I mean, now they get that the different weight classes. Um, but before, I mean, there was one guy who was lining everybody up. Uh, if you had a jaundre A, and with no weights on, you get you get paired up with like a final M with no weights, that kind of thing. And I mean. But sometimes they would slip up every once in a while. You get a guy in there with a six twenty, and they put him put him in there early, and he'd pull about four or five times before he'd start having issues with with traction. And the guys with the with the, the non weighted A's or M's, and they get a little upset because they only got to pull one time, and that guy got to pull four. And, you know, you got a one man show lining up, and that's what happens.
2: What are you guys looking at for tire size? I'm guessing you know there's got is. Well, I guess I answered my own question. You said you got the guy with the combine tires, but I mean, what do you normally see and run? Eighteen fours, 20.8s? I mean, uh,
0: there was a guy had uh, twenty point eight thirty fours a couple years ago on an on an MTA. Eighteen four thirty fours, eighteen four thirty eights in the heavy. <clears throat> excuse me, in the heavy classes. Uh, usually, guys run. I mean, they're, but they're fifteen fives and the lighter stuff. They do all. They do all right.
1: That's one area too where you you know like the transfer sled pulling. Everybody wants thirty eights, and I think if the, if it was allowed, everybody'd be on forty twos. But for dead weight, they actually want the shorter tire.
0: Yeah, it's, it slows you down. And it gives you more a little bit more power. Oh,
2: you know, smaller diameter tire, you can transfer more torque into the ground, which is. Literally, what we do in all forms of pulling, but it is most critical with you guys.
0: No, oh, yeah. yeah,
2: this isn't uh, high high gear. You're not you're not looking at third gear, going yeah, I'll do this all the time. No, you're you're going low reduction. Let's go play.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then some of the lighter classes, those guys, they they, they grab their, their their torque amplifier and stir it a couple times, trying to get some extra traction. But you know, when they get up there and, then, and that unlimited stuff. They, don't, they keep their hand off
1: it. <laughs> so, so at the risk of Drew punching me, what you're saying we really need is component chassis
2: with planetaries.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it,
2: well, with uh, that, that's the end of Sidetracked with Armstead and Posh. Stay tuned next week for Armstead.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. They made planetary rear-end tractors. Thank God IH made the 660, okay? So we got planetaries out there. We only components. Yeah,
0: they, uh, well, there was there was about probably about eight years ago. There was a controversy with that uh, A guy put a six sixty rear end on an MTA, and uh, they they told him no, he couldn't pull it anymore. And it, it, his his camp got mad. And uh, like I said, it, it, the thing was so competitive. It was his some of his his entourage was wanting <laughs> wanting to uh, to spar with you know me and my family. Because <laughs> they 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 uh, they heard that the, that we were the one who made the big fuss about him pulling his planetary around, we and I had no no say so in what in that whatsoever. Um, but I mean, there's some people that never never hasn't spoken to me or my family since that pool. I mean, because they they were that uh, that uh, uh, set on their their their. their the breed of tracker. Well,
2: uh, why do you got to be such an asshole all the time, Greg? <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, I've, <laughs> I've caused, I've been accused of causing so much grief down here. You know, I was in charge of our local club or tech committee. And it was, you know, it was your first mistake.
3: I, <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I kind of, yeah. I tried basing everything off, you know, the NATPA stuff. And, cause, you know, when I was running the circuit real hard, I mean, I hung around with, uh, with, with, rich uh Winsick a lot and watching him pet tractors and learned i learned a lot from him and on different different breeds of tractors because i mean i'm you know i've been around john deere's all my life and you know i think we had uh, one eight N ford here. and that's was, not a
2: tractor so don't count on the list so
0: <laughs> and, and there was a, a Farmall more eight here one time
2: oh um, so you know. did have a good tractor at one point
0: yeah <laughs> It, it, it broke here in the driveway.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah it, uh, it, it, broke, it broke the rear end. I mean, it, it was moving around the driveway and something lit loose in the rear end. It busted, put, put a big hole in the rear end.
2: Oh, it still would have done a good five, ten minutes worth of work out in the field.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, we, we did have a, we had a, a farm in with a mounted corn picker on it years and years and years ago.
2: Yeah. Oh, an HM picker. Those are cool.
0: Yeah, we uh, we, it didn't last very long here. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, you know, you, know, you know the way it goes. You know, you all you got a farmer on your on your farm. Oh, I mean the red red green thing went started off. You
2: know? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, red green thing. So
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, here we go.
1: <laughs> we don't discriminate around here. Have you seen our logo for Christ's sake? Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm just trying to think of some, some other good assets about that pool up there. I mean, I mean, it's very good entertainment for, you know, families come out. I mean, there's, there's people that, 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 that sit there all day waiting for that pool to happen. I mean, a lot of the, the locals, I mean, it's a small little town, uh, that we have had guys come and try to want to come from Virginia to come up and watch us. Uh, I've gotten contacted by other folks that, you know, where's this pool at? I want to, I want to come see it. Uh, I was the one who got Brian Lively to, to come up and and uh, sit down and hang out. I mean, unfortunately, I wasn't able to, to attend that pool that night. I kind of felt bad. I um, had a, a prior commitment to to attend, and uh, but he did. A, I'm glad he did a good article on that on that show.
2: I I haven't seen Brian do a bad article on a pool yet
0: no he does a very very fine job
2: we have to say that now because he's a sponsor so <laughs>
0: I'd, I'd say it even out, outside he still does a very good job what he does oh absolutely
2: yeah. I mean he can't I was kind of jealous he came up here he went to Oakley last year and uh for their poll but he also came up to Shepherd for the concrete dead weights. And I was so jealous, I go, how is it a guy in Kentucky who lives, you know, eight hours away from the pole gets to go see it, and I go, I live two hours away from, two, three hours away from Shepard, and I still haven't been to one.
3: Yeah,
1: I mean, Michigan's kind of the home of the the concrete deadweight pole thing, and yeah, I've never been to one, I just seem to always be booked somewhere else.
0: Yeah, I, I, I live, uh, was on Facebook one day, and I mean, i seen that Michigan's men pullers, and I uh, was invited my, asked for a friend request, so to say, and uh, they invited me in there, and, and I was interested to see some of them videos that they post on there. I mean, it's very, very different way of. of doing. I mean, <laughs> it's
2: about the best way to put it.
0: <laughs> I think it'd be kind of neat, but I mean, I, I, I know it seems like some of them guys up there got some big hot motors and those tractors, but
1: uh, some of them do, yeah, yes.
0: Man, I was talking to uh, to Tim Harlan, makes makes the the pooling hitches and things there in yep. Minnesota. And I, he uh, was telling me that he builds them for them guys, the deadweight pullers. I'm like, holy
3: cow.
2: Oh, yeah. It's, it's nuts. I think most of them guys are on 23-1s, roughly. You got some on 18-4s, but a lot of 23-1s. And uh, 24.5s all mounted in reverse. And it's two attempts. You still take two attempts. And every puller takes two attempts. The first attempt is actually to uh, take the dirt off the tires. They'll actually sit there back and forth on the brakes. And uh, then they'll go into a pull. They want to get that rubber hot and get it clean and uh, make a pass. Yeah. I've seen
0: one video. It was a guy with an unstyled A. He was back and forth on the throttle. Yep. Up and down, and then eventually took off. It was pretty neat.
2: Yeah, they've got a driving technique that would never ever happen on dirt. You know? Yeah.
0: One kind of good thing, I mean, with that, I mean, you could almost do it rain or shine. You
3: know? There's an idea.
1: There's an idea. See that in the rain.
2: Whew! A lot of ruts. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Especially at the weights he's at. I mean, narrow front tractor uh, with... <laughs> on dirt, yeah, but I'm, I'm talking on cement. Ooh. Give a minute each minutes for each hook, so that way they can burn the water out from under the tires and... Yeah, something. <laughs> Look like the asphalt mini rods. Oh, uh, that's... About, yeah.
1: Now, there's a formal pulling I don't freaking get.
2: <laughs> at
3: all.
1: <laughs> I just... That's just...
2: Mount thing. timbers underneath the pan and go to town? Whatever. Yeah, hey... that's wisconsin though they're different
0: yeah it's street pulling it's something different too
2: yeah they're big asphalt pullers out that way but they're they are a different breed they're like people from ohio they're just different
1: (laughs) ryan Rusick texted me i think it was yesterday and he asked i thought he was being serious and i after by the end of the conversation i don't think he was he was pulling my jerking my chain so to speak which is so easy to do he asked me he said well you know." Just out of curiosity, if if we were ever to do side by side tractor pull drag racing on dirt, you know, say light light unlimited, how would you set the sled? And my answer to him was, I'll tell you how I'd set the sled. I'd set the sled on fire. It's dumb as hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: So, Greg, we've reached uh, our point in the conversation here. Uh, heroes and legends in the sport, buddy. I know, I know what I think one of them's going to be, but I mean. Let's, let's hear your list of people that have influenced and, uh, molded you into the insane heavy puller you are.
0: Uh, probably about most of my dad's family. They all came from a long line of tractor pullers, uh, heavy equipment operators. Um, I mean, they've all been willing to help out and I've watched them over the years and they've watched us over the years, grow up and get involved with it and give us little tidbits and techniques and what they used to do back in the say the sixties and the stuff to like to, to cheat. So to say, uh, and just things like
2: that.
1: I don't think I was too surprised by that answer. It's about what I figured you were going to say.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't uh, take the bet against that one.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, just, I mean, just the transfer stuff. I mean, just, just watching just watching mean, some of the older guys you know just watch how they you know operate and and what they do how they what they what they watch on this on the track on the sled and how they weight the tractors, and it's it's, it's always kind of it's an observer, observation sport so to say
2: oh absolutely and we we gonna see you back out on the natpa circuit some more or, i mean we've missed seeing you out there and
0: yeah i'm a, like you said i'm gonna i'm gonna attempt to I was supposed to to come up to the the, the double Michigan pool issue. Mason, year. yep. Yeah, that's my excel on my my twin daughter's birthday, so I was going of out the door.
2: Oh, you could have brought them up here. We could have done a birthday party here. I'm sure your wife would have been happy with that.
0: Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> that's like both uh, both all three of my kids. I mean, my twin daughters are born in October, and my oldest daughter her birthday falls on the Princeton pool. Uh, so i'm, I'm kind of <laughs> well you three got
2: three. your summer clear at least
0: yeah yeah so i've <laughs> been you know, making plans for the summer pool already so that's one of the one of the, my first stops
2: berrien springs might as well be indiana <laughs> yeah, <no kidding.
0: laughs> i've never i never been there heard about it
2: uh, i'll be driving by there probably about six o'clock in the morning tomorrow <laughs> there you go it's a
1: unique place to go pull on it's uh covered track the first Indoor 100, outdoor track. 165 170 feet under a roof and then you go outdoors for the rest of it
0: yeah uh i've, I've attended that washington pool since they started it there uh that was down in columbus before that um uh, what other ones i've attended probably i've been to lincoln a couple of times it was out to wichita probably one of the last times they had it there it just, I remember mean, not down in Kentucky but was at Richmond Kentucky I forget where it was yeah down yep.
2: at. that's been a minute ago
0: yeah it's, I mean, I've, I've tried a pretty much all of them I mean it's, except I didn't I've never gone to the Florida one
2: and didn't go to
0: the 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 Colorado one
1: and those were those were the two extremes it'd be cool to have those events yeah. back on the schedule again yeah I think Florida
2: probably happened before Colorado yeah so greg great having you on the show with us today and uh look forward to seeing you soon buddy all right guys i appreciate it not a problem yep take care thanks greg
0: all right bye now
2: all right and we'll be back here we're going to take a quick break and uh this is Sidetrack, powered by dhd if you are a fan of truck and tractor pulling Here at the Pulling Radio Network, we invite you to go check out our friend Jamie Darbro's Facebook page. Truck and tractor pulling from a fan's point of view. Guaranteed to give the most
0: up-to-date
2: truck and tractor pulling news, event flyers, results, and photos. Now, also on Instagram at Tractor Pulling Fans POV. And we're back. Thanks to Greg for coming on with us and bullshitting pulling. And uh, I'm still trying to wrap my head around uh, the lunacy involved in this because it's not the deadweight pulling. I get that. I've done deadweight, you know, screwed around with it. It's fun. It truly is fun. It's a mental game, even more than transfer sled pulling. But to throw that much fucking weight.
1: That's, you know, there's a reason there's only one king of the mountain.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, well boys from Pennsylvania obviously have bigger stones than a lot of us but uh thanks for him coming on uh I got to get ready to get rolling out to Sigourney here as we go into 3 days of pulling of course second year of the Matt Voss Memorial Pull going to be taking place tomorrow and uh looking forward to seeing his wife Stephanie and uh remembering a great antique pulling friend of ours and uh getting to see our uh my uh, antique pulling family for Probably will, will be the last time for the winner. I know, uh, who was that guy who won the Tunica St. Jude's class this year? Um,
3: uh, oh, fuck.
2: Oh. Reuben Young? Hey, you. Reuben Young, right? Hey, guy. Uh, no, the King James Grossman. Talked to him this morning. He's going to be coming up. I know, uh, He's a gross man. Oh, you have you ever met James yet? I don't think I have. Oh, my God. You will love him. He is a hoot to half. Um, but, uh, of course, uh, Ryan Herks you have fun tonight. Cause, uh, I know last night he was going home to put a crank rods and pistons in. And when I talked to James this morning, they were just starting working on the intake manifold to get that polished out <laughs> and he's got to be at the pole tomorrow. Nothing
1: like last minute.
2: Yep. So, uh, with that, all you chain hookers and steering wheel grabbers, we're going to let you go. My name's Armstead. Mitre cuts
1: suck, rain caps rule, my name is Posh.
2: <laughs> Good night.